It is April the 5th and we are into a new financial year as of the 1st of April. It was also Easter Sunday yesterday, which means in a sense we're starting a new um, year in the Christian calendar. For all of you who celebrate Easter, a belated, uh, uh, belated Easter greetings to all of you. And um, it's spring in uh, many parts of the world. Uh, countries in North America and in Europe would be celebrating spring and having come out of winter. And um, unlike us in India, where it's uh, pretty much summer all the time, uh, we're actually going through a bit of a heat wave in uh, the southern part of India right now, uh, especially in Chennai, which is where I'm from. But, uh, but anyway, uh, like I said, um, this part of the year, um, April is usually associated with um, uh, the, re the, with the um, renewal and um, the, the recharging and uh, uh, F5, refreshing. Uh, so time to hit the F5 button for yourself personally and refresh yourself. And today I want to talk a little bit about how we have a tendency sometimes to carry grudges. And um, obviously we all know that carrying a grudge isn't healthy for us. It's something that you want to avoid. It's, it's negative. It creates a lot of toxic energy inside you. And yet we do it very often. And I just find that quite fascinating. Um, in the last four years, because of circumstances that have changed in my life, I've been quite introspective about how I react and how I choose to react to a lot of things. And holding a grudge is something that I have been working on eliminating from my life. Uh, I've been fairly successful with that, as I said, in the last couple of years in particular. Uh, it's taken me about two to three years to get there and, and recognize what I need to do. Um, but it's still fascinating because I, I constantly have conversations with people. Um, you know, currently in the middle of a conversation with a friend who has had a, a falling out with somebody else and is quite adamant about understanding why it happened and what my, my friend wants to know what they could have done better and what they did wrong, etc. And how that other person could have been so um, um, unfair to them. And my friend was just going on and on and on and on about this and was obviously looking at it from the point of view of how uh, my friend was wronged. And, um, and I had to kind of, you know, stop my friend and, and say, hey, wait a minute based on what I understand of how you behaved with that other person, you did pretty much everything right. You were straightforward, you were honest, you were, um, you know, you were caring, you were sincere, you were authentic. And I, and I saw this because, you know, I, I saw how my friend behaved with that other person for the last couple of years. And, um, and yet the, my friend's focus was constantly on what they could have done better and what they did wrong and how they were wronged and constantly looking at the other person and saying, you know, how could they do this to me? And and I, I've been spending time trying to explain to my friend, why are you so focused on what that other person did? Look, what they did is what they did. And clearly they don't have respect for you. And so it's over. But my friend still is carrying that grudge and wants to get a response out of, that other, out of that other person wherein they acknowledge what they did was wrong and probably I guess they say sorry and show some kind of repentance for what they did. So again, my, my thought was, and I did tell my friend, I said, why are you trying to get validation from someone who has wronged you in the first place? Isn't that illogical? If you're going to get validation about what you could have done better, etc., etc., get it from people whose opinion you value as opposed to the person who 
wronged you and doesn't have the respect for you that you would like them to have in the first place. So it was an interesting conversation that we've been having. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm not sure what it is that makes me think that way. Um, as I said, there were circumstances that have happened to me over the last few years that have made me realize that carrying a grudge is just a waste of time and energy. Um, you know, uh, the, the word that many people used with me a few years ago was about when I when a relationship of mine ended was about closure. And they said, oh, you got to get closure. And I said, do I? Why? Why is it mandatory that you get closure from... Um... They said, oh, you got to get closure. And I said... Right, sorry, I got uh, interrupted there. So let me just go back a couple of seconds. Uh, like I was saying, there were people who asked me or who, who insisted that, you know, in my, uh, that I should get closure for a relationship of mine that ended. And my question to them was, why? Why do I have to get closure? Because that's how they said, they said, you have to get closure. Oh my God, you have to get closure. And I said, yeah, but why? I mean, if I'm fine without that closure, if I'm fine without getting into uh, an uncomfortable and awkward conversation with that other person, uh, to sit down and uh, get them to explain why they did what they did. Uh, if I'm fine without it, then why is there an insistence? So sometimes I think that, you know, it's other people who really, really want the responses and answers. Uh, they, they, they may be out of a, a sense of loyalty and protect, uh, protectiveness towards you that they feel that you need to get closure. Um, you know, because most of the time people are, um, they're more interested in knowing uh, what happened and not really in, in your welfare per se. So, um, so closure is also a funny concept to me. Um, a lot of people believe that getting closure is important and maybe from a, a therapy point of view, I'm not a professional, uh, a therapist may tell you that getting closure is important, but I think that also depends on you and how you also respond and react to situations. Um, respond and react. You know, funny that I did say that because most of the time what's happening with people is that we're reactive. We react as opposed to responding. And I think that's a big change that's also happened to me where I'm learning how to respond, uh, which means that if something happens, I sit down, take it, try and understand where it's coming from. And, uh, you know, as they say in NLP, that every action, even a seemingly negative action, has a positive intention. So try to understand what that intention might be. And then based on that, I actually then formulate my response. So carrying a grudge, which, like I said, uh, is something which seems to be second nature for many people, uh, simply because they think there's no other way to behave, um, is what I wanted to point out um, as I can wind down this uh, particular episode. The idea that you don't have to carry a grudge. That's a choice that you're making. And that's going to be a, a topic for a po another podcast episode about choices. But it's a completely, it's completely up to you. It's a complete choice that you make how you respond to a negative situation. Uh, are you going to be re reactive or are you going to respond to it? Uh, are you going to look at the other person and try to find fault in them constantly? Or are you going to look at yourself and say, hey, what did I do right? What could I have done better? And when you start doing that, when you start responding, when you start introspecting more, I think it takes away the power that grudges tend to have over us. That whole toxic uh, kind of environment that gets created. 
So that's what I wanted just to talk about today, about carrying grudges and not carrying grudges, to be very honest. Um, yeah, hope you guys are having a great week. I hope you uh, are all happy, healthy, and in this COVID world, uh, looks like we're getting into a second wave. And um, from what I understand, um, the rule of pandemics is that the second wave is always much, much more dangerous than the first one. So please, please, please stay safe, sanitize, wear your masks, and just basically don't go out uh, as much as you can help it. I will talk to you guys soon in my next episode. Thanks for tuning in and um, take care. Bye.